1: This is the Rise Up Sea Red podcast, all about the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL, featuring insider and outsider perspectives. Enjoy the best hour of Cardinals talk on the web. Now, here are your hosts, Jess Root and Seth Cox.
0: Hello Arizona Cardinals fans and welcome to the latest edition of the Rise Up Sea red podcast. I'm your host Jess Root from CardsWire.com, the USA Today NFL Wire site. With me is Seth Cox from RevengeOfTheBirds.com, the SB Nation Arizona Cardinals site. And one of the hosts of the original Draft Breakdown podcast, a podcast that you should still listen to even though we are post-draft. For another reason, they'll talk about the, the draft classes that just finished, They'll look ahead to the next college season, so it's never a bad time to start listening to that show. But this show, Seth, is it, this is this is going to give us a chance to make us look foolish again, just like when we do our mock drafts. We're doing schedule predictions, right? Because <laughs> schedule release—I mean, we're we're recording on a Tuesday night, so when this when this hits, when this drops, we'll be a day away from the actual schedule release, and you know, people get really excited about it. I don't know why we get this excited about. We already know Cardinals are pl- who the Cardinals are playing and where they're playing. It's just a matter of when.
1: Yeah, I think people like to start pr- getting their gambling uh, predictions ready, right? So yeah. they can. Well, uh, and I also <laughs>
0: think it's also it, it every bit as much as the gambling as it is travel plans.
1: That too, yeah. So you can start making plans and stuff, and so, you know, Cardinals fans are already complaining because they are you know on the road for 9 games this season and last season they only had tr- eight true home games and and I I think you and I talked about this last year but I think it's important to remember part of their agreement and what helps them get Super Bowl hosting privileges is agreeing to host those out-of-the-country games as a home game. Uh, That's one of the things that the NFL, I don't want to say requires, but it's
0: It is is required. So if they get a Super Bowl, they have to. They have to give up a home game. They have to host an international game.
1: Yeah, so so while it usually does not affect us as Cardinals fans or media, uh, it is something that's important, obviously, to – the ownership group, the team, um, obviously the economy in Arizona in general is it's all good for that. So, so yes, we understand that it sucks for those paying season ticket holders who have to pay up for a bunch of games every season. And then they lose, they've basically lost their extra home game last year. Um, Sorry, but at the same time, you know, we—I have a friend who I, I coach his son actually, and they got lucky and were drawn as season ticket holders out of the lottery to to buy Super Bowl tickets. That's, so I mean, that's fun. It's, it's just one of those things that it balances out, um, but it's also something that we, I guess, should probably. And, and this year it doesn't matter you know they're on the road for nine but i, I guess we should always acknowledge or let remind fans about that yes the cardinals because they their host city on the on the usual rotation they get it at whatever about four or five seasons um they end up having they end up losing an extra game every you know every couple of Seasons when they should have nine and it makes it even worse that this is year three of the nine game home schedule or potential nine game home schedule and fans still haven't gotten nine home games yet. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) we haven't yet. So, you know, I I get it. It sucks, but it is part of the overall, you know, process that the NFL requires for them to be a, a host city.
0: Yep. So in this episode 422, we're, we're we're trying to make this not make, make this a marathon episode. Uh, <laughs> we've basically got four parts. We're gonna we're gonna run through some of the some of the schedule. If you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen it yet, um, there are a few new wrinkles to scheduling this year. We will talk about potential primetime games. How many things we actually think will happen? Um, when the schedule comes out on Thursday. We will, you know, if we had to pick, which games would the Cardinals play before Kyler's return, and then we're we're going to do something stupid and just try to put together a schedule. Maybe, you know, what what's it going to look like weeks one through 18? I know we will we'll sound ridiculous, but maybe we'll hit on one or two. I don't know. But next show, we will yeah, – assuming things go right, we will be able to react – Pretty much as soon as we get our content up for for the sites, we'll record a reaction show to the schedule release and, and we'll go for there. So, Seth, let's, let's talk about first uh, some new scheduling rules um, that could affect the Cardinals. One is that teams no longer are guaranteed primetime games it was kind of the expect it was kind of the the rule on every every team would get at least one primetime game
1: so even if it was that terrible thursday night game
0: yes yes um teams can now play twice on thursday night i'm not sure that's a good thing um it's not <laughs> that it, it, for tv purposes where you you could usually we could get like cardinals games were almost always on fox um because they're NFC games, because that's just typically how it goes. Um, the Fox airs mostly NFC games, and CBS fo- aired mostly AFC games. But now that is changing. Um, basically, the networks will have to fight each other for for all the games. Now it'll, it'll be a battle. I don't know. I don't know how that works. And a couple other wrinkles is that there will be in addition to this the thir- this thir- Thanksgiving game. There'll be also a Black Friday game, which I'm not sure why they want to do that. Um, Because that they've been really good. The the NFL has always been really good about not competing with college football.
1: I was going to say it's because the college football is typically during the day, so there's not a there's not a great prime time game, and so I guess I
0: guess ASU U of A doesn't count as a great primetime game well I, national <laughs> pro,
1: national primetime game and so one of the things that nfl does a really good job of is filling voids and and they like to um they like to do stuff like that so you know it's it's
0: in it, 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 the idea is get more eyeballs on television because that means more money
1: right and so more it's interesting money. because you know It used to be simple stuff, right? Like the Thanksgiving was a big day. It was two games, right? Now it's three. Now it's three. (laughs) Now it's three
0: plus Black Friday.
1: Right. Now it's three plus Black Friday. But think about it. What was the big thing on Christmas always? Christmas was always The the NBA. And now the NFL, it's like it's around sunday on christmas we're gonna put three games on like like i don't know what they'll do this year because it's monday if i if i know i i could be wrong but uh you know and so it's just one of those things um where yeah christmas is on a monday this year so i don't i doubt they'll have three games this year
0: and no i i can't
1: yeah, but I, don't know. I wouldn't put it past them either. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. To, or or maybe it's not three, maybe it's two, maybe it's a you know a, a an afternoon, afternoon and an, e- like and an a evening, like a,
0: a, a Monday night football double header, basically.
1: Right, and so that's what the NFL does is they see these opportunities and they seize them. And and like you said, the Black Friday is a perfect example of that because you know they realize that that Thanksgiving night game is just. Mm-hmm a huge draw now. It's just massive.
0: And and I know one of the things they want to do because of the Amazon of <laughs> now that now that Thursday night is exclusively on Amazon is they really really want that partnership to succeed. And so after
1: well, I mean, based on what Amazon paid, I would hope that everybody wants, wants that.
0: Right, right. Especially considering like the first like and <laughs> last year going on Amazon the first few games were just absolute stinkers, just absolutely terrible matchups, and they want to.
1: Uh, they want to try to avoid that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so they're going to try, and, and that—that's kind of why they—they they changed the rules so you could have have teams on Thursday Night Football twice, because then it allows for for well, one expected good teams to be on more than once, and to take advantage of of your national following team. So you're your your Green Bay, your your San Francisco, your all of your NFC East teams teams with strong national followings. now guess what that means for the Cardinals um, the Cardinals are not expected to be good and they're also do not have a large national following so that means primetime games that they, they are the as Peter King suggested they are one of the 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 teams that is most likely, to not end up with a primetime game because when it, and there's a and there's a perfectly good reason for that. One, they're expected to be bad. Two, they don't have a national following, and so it's not like people are clamoring for Cardinals games. And three, the player you would tune in to watch Kyler Murray might be out as much as the first half of this season. So, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense, and and so those are those are the schedule wrinkles um that we expect and anything in that group anything in that new s- stuff that seems kind of unreasonable. I don't like the second Thursday game. there are, I wish I wish they I wish they would work it so that it wasn't such uh, Thursday it's just bad for the' bo- it's bad for the football, bad for the bodies, even though even if they that they do get that mini buy, it's at a cost right? Because it, it's, it, it's, you can't, they can't practice. They just walk through and then you have to hope that they're healthy.
1: Yeah. And it just makes it tough. Like you said, it's just, it's not a great, it's not a great product. And so that's, you know, that's unfortunate, but yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, that said, it, that said, it makes sense. Like if, if you're, if you're trying to grow the product and and the players most certainly benefit because they get, what is it like 53% of the pie. So if they're bringing in more television revenue as a road. So, so if we took away Thursday night football, that would drastically decrease the amount of revenue, which would then reduce the amount of salaries, which reduces the salary cap, which means there's less money for players. And so while there is a trade, there is a trade off for sure. So while Thursday night football stinks, On many levels, it is partially because of Thursday night football that we're able to see increased salaries in the NFL. So it's one of those things like um, in any job, you know, you you have it. So you get added this amount of money because you do this thing that you really hate and you really hate it, but you live with it because you would rather the money than the other than the other option.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, like you said, that's kind of just where it's at now. And it's unfortunate that, I mean, you and I have always expressed we're, we're on the side of the players getting paid, get them their money. <sighs> However, their their desire, and we can agree or disagree with, with how much they get of the pie, that all of that good stuff their desire to get more of the pie in exchange for those short weeks is going to be something to keep an eye on because to me and I, i'm not sure how you feel i i feel like that NFLPA negotiating um wasn't done in the in the best uh manner so to speak you know what i mean like they were looking at it more from how much extra we'll get to bring home now or or how much of you know the revenue we get as opposed to god that's gonna take a toll on our bodies way more but you know they also fought for a lot less um work
0: the off-season work has changed yeah
1: off-season work and and even uh even training camp work
0: yeah, that's true. That the, the padded practice is, but I, I don't know if that's good or bad. But and I think I <laughs> no, think the,
1: nobody does.
0: <laughs> but um, the one thing with with the Thursday night football, I think the, the the players' association got to the point where like that was never going to
1: come off the table, and so no, no. But I think I think what happens is, and this is a long conversation, so we'll just get over it real quick. But I think what happens is is when you open a door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of like, of like, oh, if you give us more revenue, we'll be open to more. You know, Thursday night games, and then they come back and they say, "Hey, you can have two this season, not just, <laughs> not just, you know, the the KC versus their first opponent on opening night." Yeah, Thursday and night game in week
0: one's fine.
1: <laughs> right, and then potentially your Thanksgiving game, where we give you a week off afterwards or a week off before. I can't remember what it is. But instead, it goes, "Oh yeah, you play this Thursday, then you play that Sunday, and then you play that s- that Monday, then you play that Sunday, and then oh, this Thursday again." <laughs> you know, <so> <laughs> it would all, all actually
0: if you could somehow work it. So, if a team had consecutive Thursday night games, that's not bad. I mean, it's really only one impact: a week right. off, and then right. But a, the, problem on the, with, the
1: problem the problem the problem would be who would be the other team right yeah. like you gotta so like do you give a team coming off their buy that thursday game and then they get a mini buy like there's a lot that they have to figure out but yeah you're right like that's the best kind of way to
0: go about it Yeah, we can probably not expect that so yeah other than that, that that's kind of what we've got moving forward so coming to next on the rise up sea red podcast the of cardinals talk on the web let's let's discuss options for primetime games how many will the cardinals get and what ones could they be? That's coming up next on Rise of C-Red. We're back on the Rise of C-Red podcast. The best of Cardinals talk on the web. The Cardinals will know their schedule on Thursday. Um, with, the, with the new rule or the possibility that no team is guaranteed primetime games, that leads many to wonder, will the Cardinals get any? As we sort of detailed in the last segment, there's a lot of reasons why the Cardinals would not be a hot ticket on on prime time. One, they're not expected to be good. Two, um, they don't have a national following. Like, they the Cardinals you fans ha- are growing.
1: Be, you it's, have to be intriguing to to you know not be a, uh, I we call them blue bloods in college, right? So if you're not a blue blood like the Cowboys or the Giants or even the Jets who can be habitually not good.
0: <laughs> but teams will watch them.
1: <laughs> yeah, but fans will still... Their fans come out in droves consistently. Yeah. They don't care. Uh, then you have to be exciting, and that's the thing. So, you know, coming off of 2021, the Cardinals were exciting, so they ended up with, what, five last year or whatever it they was. Have,
0: you know, that we've seen that over the last few years, and, or, and you need star power, but here's the problem. the um, The player... As we mentioned, that that you would want to tune in to watch Kyler Murray, he's hurt, and so and and we don't know the timetable. So we expect him to miss games to start the season, but with but with the you know the early report in the off like it might be mid season, we don't think it'll take that long. Um, that really it's that the and that the NFL schedulers have got to be like y- yeah, because nobody let's be, let's nobody wants David Blau. Because like whether it's Colt McCoy, nobody wants Colt McCoy, David Blau, or even Clayton Toon starting on a Thursday right. night football game. Nobody wants right. that. We don't want that. You know, like like no. when, <laughs> one of the shows when when it was Trace McSorley got the start against uh, the Buccaneers on Christmas. We uh, we, we know, joked was... with this. We do remember. We remember where we it sounds like we're li- like nobody. There's literally nobody except for Trace McSorley's family and maybe some some Penn State people who want to see Trace McSorley starting
1: right <laughs> unless you are a fam and even if you're like l- let's be honest like if jess you know jess has a couple of kids that are in college or or out of college or kids old, in college old enough to be out of college i guess is the best way to put it if J- one of jess's kids was suited up on sunday i'm jess's friend but i'd still be like jess i don't want to watch this man. Like, i, I don't want to watch your boy get beat up because he's playing behind a bad offensive line <laughs> throwing to mediocre or less than receivers like that's just not something i want for him like <laughs> it's super cool that he's on national tv
0: right but right.
1: but that's about the end of the, the super <laughs> cool part of it
0: so if we were to so i'm going to set it at the so initially this is before that that those new wrinkles work about uh i think Blake, our friend Blake, who's also one of the contributors for for Revenge of the Birds, um, kind of set the over under for primetime games to two and a half. Let me do, let me put it at one and a half. If we're saying one and a half is the project is the line for primetime games, are the Cardinals going to be over or under
1: that number? So, I think we have to put one qualifier in here. We're predicting what they get to open the season. Once the uh flexing comes into yeah, play, yeah, that that changes things, so we're not we are not a uh, We're talking initial we're not, schedule. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I'm going to say they uh I'm going to say they end up with a singular um Primetime game
0: i i would agree that that's kind of i don't think they'll get completely shut out and and i actually wrote about this i wrote about this on on cards Wire on tuesday afternoon that it may for me the division games are always some sort of intrigue but if you're going to pick an nfc west game to show like on thursday night uh, cardinals rams eh, that that doesn't seem that pretty this year cardinal seahawks is interesting but the NFC West game that makes the most sense to put on national TV is 49ers Seahawks. Both teams were in the playoff last year. Uh, San Francisco expect to be to to be good this year. We'll see what happens uh, with that. So you could see an NFC West game, but other than that, if you're looking at the schedule, I don't expect. I absolutely expect no. Primetime games at all in the first half of the season because they don't they don't want to put a primetime game on without without knowing that Kyler Murray is going to be back from his knee injury. So I I basically say scratch out the first half of the season because even though we expect him probably back within the first month ish, I don't think the league wants to risk that. So if you're if no one wants to watch the Cardinals anyway, and fewer people wants want to watch the Cardinals without Kyler Murray playing, and so let's push any possibilities to the second half of the season. The one game to me that has some intrigue would be the Eagles game on the road because of Jonathan Gannon's return to Philadelphia, um sort of the the national the national stories about how he, uh, you know, kind of tanked like he, how he failed at the super bowl and things like that. And then of course you've got the Jalen hurts versus Kyler Murray, Oklahoma connection. Uh, that would be kind of cool. I, I, I don't, I would, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, so yeah, I, I would kind of, I would kind of say that that's a likelihood. Um, if you're looking at other possibilities i mean anything in the nfc east kind of is intriguing um cardinals browns eh cardinal steelers eh but i don't i don't know i just i think one is about what we can expect to get you know honestly cardinals cowboys but it's in arizona instead of in dallas which makes it a little less intriguing because you know you get kyler murray going to dallas where he's never lost would be would be always some some is similar yeah
1: yeah which would be much i i'm with you i uh you know i think that it ends up being the philly game on the initial schedule deep in the season like week 12 plus so that way so that way when you look at it you look at it and you go okay look uh you've got you know, if Kyler's out for the beginning of the season, you've got six, seven, eight games. You know, for him to get back, and and then you can see what they have, and then you know, put it on a Thursday night. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, that and... that
0: game makes the most sense on a Thursday night. I I when we go to the, I think it'll be fairly deep. I don't think it'll be too deep. Into the season because then you start getting playoff
1: implications and things like that. So, see, I I think I think they're gonna wait and and put it towards the back because the thought process is it's a gimme for Philly if Arizona's bad and if it's and if Arizona's good, obviously everybody predicting that Philly's gonna be good again. Yeah, um, and if Arizona is competing, then it's an intriguing you know. Where does Arizona kind of rank in this playoff chase thing yeah. against against the best team in the NFC, so to speak?
0: Absolutely. And and you know, push it late in the season, you could get the cold of Philly as well, which that's less yeah. than ideal. <laughs> yeah. Coming up next on the Rise of Sea Red Podcast, Mr. Art Cardinals Talk on the web. Let's actually so we'll just talk a little bit about if we had to pick which games the Cardinals played before Kyler Murray's return. What would they be? That's coming to next on Rise of Sea red We're back on the Rise of Sea red podcast. Mr. Cardinals talk on the web. The Cardinals are going to likely be without Kyler Murray for the first few games of the season. And so if we're kind of looking at the the start of the season. Last year when we were looking at the, the schedule with DeAndre Hopkins looking to be suspended for the first six games... We were hoping for some more winnable games early without him. I think I'm taking the opposite approach this year. Because no Kyler means probably terrible. So if they're going to lose anyway, I would prefer if the front end of the schedule were loaded up with games that the Cardinals probably don't win even with Kyler. That's my thing. In the Eagles game even though I think that's a that's that that'll be a good primetime matchup I think the Eagles game would qualify as one of those games um if I'm looking at at the opponents if, if we're looking at four games that I would like the Cardinals to get out of the way before Kyler's return um probably the road 49ers matchup <laughs> um I would say their game against the Bengals and probably the Eagles. After that, I think the rest of those teams I think the rest of those teams are and, and even maybe the Cowboys to some extent because the Cowboys could be good, but I, if I if I had to pick three games that I that, please load them up to the begin, beginning of the year would be Bengals, uh, 49ers on the road and and Eagles even though I I predict as we go into the schedule that the Eagles is going to be a late game this year.
1: I am of the opinion I want all of those East Coast road games early. Obviously, Philly would be ideal, but I don't think people realize that, and I know Chicago is technically not East Coast, but they got Philly at Washington, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, and at Chicago. You want those in october or earlier like after october all of that stuff is just a, a just a complete at best you know toss up weather wise and so if you can if you can potentially get those uh early in the season especially with a guy coming off uh, uh acl you you know it's definitely not something you want to see you don't want to see chicago in november right so yeah, that makes I, sense. I i i kind of i mean i'm with you in the sense of like competitiveness but i want to get those kind of road outdoor road games off the off the slate as early as possible so that way i can breathe easier when kyler's back and not having to worry about if he's going to you know <laughs> yeah
0: that makes sense that makes sense yeah like yeah if if i could load let's see so at steelers yeah that's one um Washington, Bears, Eagles, Browns. Yeah, yeah. That those are, last year what did they have didn't they have like two like one PM Eastern starts? We're gonna have a few of those this
1: year. I I hope and again that's that's my other thing is like I hope those get in and out fairly quickly because yeah. I just I hate east coast games so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's no fun all right let's let's like that was the short segment that's fine coming on next on the rise up c red podcast mr Cardinals talk of the web let's make our stupid schedule predictions hey it's a podcast we, we you know if you listen to it later you can mock us but we're, we're going to make our predictions we're going to predict the Cardinals schedule that's coming on next on rise up c red They're back on the Rise of Sea Red podcast, best of our Cardinals talk on the web. We're going to do our best to to kind of predict how the schedule might play out. And that's that's using some knowledge we have over the last decade about how the NFL builds schedules and a couple of things. So I, I can tell you with the certainty that week 17, the Cardinals will be on the road. Because that used to be the end of the year that the Cardinals will never be at home that week, because that is the weekend before the Fiesta Bowl, and that is played at State Farm Stadium, and so every year they are that the NFL. That's kind of one of the agreements that the Cardinals do not play on that weekend at home, so they can get the stadium ready for the festival. So we we can almost always guarantee that they will be on the road in week 17 and in last year because of week 18 they got to close the season at home something that we don't normally see and I think that will be probably the trend again I think because the Cardinals are not expected to be good we will see them have an early buy this year um, because they're not going to be you you just get it out of the way and it won't be they won't be a significant thing so there's no reason to have them be rested late in the year to kind of gear up for the playoffs. So you just get their buy out of the way early. And, and I saw, so I think, so I think it will be either quite early or quite late.
1: Yeah. And I went s- semi early with the buy, like first half of the season, because my expectation is that I think what the NFL's thinking is that they're going to get Kyler back in October, so they'll give them a couple games then give them a bye and then they'll finish out the season as healthy as can be.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad way to go about it. We also know that the league typically will they will try generally speaking to alternate home and road. So you will so you will see a couple of stretches in the season. There's usually two stretches where you'll have 3 out of a 4 games at home and other in another situation where you have 3 on the 4 out of 4 on the road um and so that's kind of how we go now if we look at the last couple of seasons like they start the year ag- in against the other conference so uh they started with Tennessee two years ago they started with Kansas City last year we've seen them start against the Chargers and and so I'm I'm looking at and that's kind of how I started so I pick week one that they're and and the Cardinals aren't go aren't, weren't good last year and aren't good this year, that's what's expected. I don't anticipate them being home. I expect they will begin the season on the road this year. I have them starting week one in Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I have them starting on the road as well, but I think it's gonna be uh, a huge Matchup for the number one pick in the draft uh, <laughs> against the LA Rams. Ooh,
0: ooh. Week two, we both have them at home. That'll be their home opener. Um, and we actually have them playing the Falcons early on. Um, that's an interesting thing that we both had them going that direction. Um, if we look at the schedule last couple of seasons, how they tend to do division games, they tend to. Spread them throughout, but also kind of close and close against division teams, usually the final two or two of the final three. Uh, Last year, the Cardinals played the Seahawks twice in four weeks. And so it'll be kind of so... I I think it's kind of fun that we both have them opening against the Falcons. That would be interesting because the Falcons look improved, except kind of the quarterback like there's nothing the, you see, <laughs> nothing great about the quarterback position there but th- that's a that's a winnable game even if you've got Colt McCoy starting
1: yeah and I think you know getting the Falcons early in the season while they're still kind of working in some of the rookies Bijan Robinson and things like that it would be ideal the only thing I could think is you could see that game late again because they like you talked about like sometimes when they're like oh these teams are both going to be bad they'll be like hey let's shove this uh this stinker at the end of the season
0: (laughs) wait like kind of like last season yeah and it's like they had their game
1: it's like you know if two bad teams play does anybody actually see it happen so
0: (laughs) they can bury it it's like. If you look at the TV coverage maps, <laughs> you right? Of, you look at it and you're like, "Oh, this is this game gets minimal coverage. This is just singular regional coverage, only in the Arizona market and only the Atlanta market." Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, week two, we have them at home. They're home on against the Falcons. It'll be interesting if we see we get that. Week three, I ha- we both have them on the road, but I have them a- in Seattle. Their first divisional game will be against Seattle, and you have them on the road against Washington.
1: Yeah, go out there. That's what I said. I'm, I'm hoping, maybe I'm trying to will it into existence, that they get a couple of these bad road games out of the way before November hits.
0: And week four, I I have them back at home against the Bengals and you have so, them going against the Bears on the road.
1: So I will say this and I'm I'm not, I think you could be right, but I also wonder if because it is Joe Burrow, if they would want to push, that game later in the season yeah, and i could see that well and to get him indoors in in november december type thing right like, that's true like oh let's get this high-flying offense indoors in december late and so and then we can throw another home game or because they play in the afc north you know uh, a road game against pitt baltimore or or um cleveland one of those outdoor and we can get those, you know, earlier in the season. But I I like your thought process. Well partially I mean, that
0: there was also wishful thinking is getting one of those um likely losses. <laughs> yeah. Loss, I like get, losses. get it out of the way for when Kyler's not playing.
1: Right. And so um and I have them at Chicago. So you talked about it like three games on the road in four you know, I, I've got actually, three
0: out of four on the road. I've had them alternating in the first. Yeah,
1: year. and and I've got that early, and and that's something that I didn't. We see that last year for them.
0: Um, yes, I think so.
1: And I think they again. I think they like getting teams into Arizona, like in the better weather. So I'm just double checking real quick. Yeah. So no, they pretty much alternated last year. You were right. They didn't. I they're their only three out of four was at Denver home against Tampa and then at Atlanta at San Francisco.
0: Yeah, it was – they closed the season three out of four away because they had three out of four in, at in the home of right season. in the middle right, right around their yeah. bye.
1: Which was like – looking back, that was like – a beautiful potential schedule that you know obviously everything was going wrong at that point <laughs> yes, but you know season. because because th- think about this like they came uh, out of minnesota where they played really well and then it was seattle at home at la and then san francisco and la chargers at home and so it was like all kind of ideal right like yeah. all of that was it just did uh, and then work out. <sighs>
0: <laughs> I have the Cardinals going on their bye in week five. And it, like look at it this way. I This sets up the Cardinals for a potential return of Kyler Murray in week six. Maybe. I get that. It lines up as I think I think that the Cardinals will have an early bye or a late bye. You kind of go with different. So I have them take their bye in week five. You have them with their second division game of the year at home against the 49ers.
1: Yeah, so they tend to either, like you said, they tend to, like, group those those divisional games. And so, like, you look last year, you know, they had L.A. week three and then Seattle week six, and then they had Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, nine, ten, and eleven. So, like, I was thinking that potentially, you know, having two – divisional games in in the first five you know and then you'll see shortly but some more after that yeah but yeah i mean and again one of those games that if that's the last you know week without kyler wouldn't you want to get one of the san francisco games off the off I, the docket there i would preferably I would. A, preferably away but they tend to get san francisco away late in the year right
0: it, it, they can it, it's something it's it doesn't really matter for either place because the weather's pretty all right um I have so after the buy I actually have the Cardinals with their second division game out of their first 5 and I have them basically you and I flip-flop week 1 and week 6. You had them Cardinals on the road against the Rams in week 1 and I had them at the Steelers. I have them at LA, you have them at Pittsburgh in week 6.
1: Yeah, and again I'm just trying to wish some <laughs> those East Coast games right. into existence early.
0: Um week 7 I have them on the road against the Commanders and you have them at home against the Seahawks so through 7 weeks leading into your bye week you have them facing each of the division teams once
1: yeah and you look last year they they only had two through 7 weeks but then again they had three or they had five through 11 weeks so right. you know it, like that's the th- <laughs> that's the hard thing with the with the divisional games isn't it is that they kind of like it just kind of—it's
0: interesting because I know they have to. One of the things that that the computers have to figure out and, and factor in are venues and things they have scheduled. So okay, they have concert schedules which, on, which, on certain things. That's
1: to be fair, Justin. I don't have that
0: access. Or, well, not just access. <laughs> I, I do I, I don't look that far ahead. Let's be especially since the schedule's coming out in two days. I haven't researched the venue schedule for each of the NFL stadiums. Not in
1: the I'm least. just gonna guess that uh most of those East Coast games, they're not gonna have a ton of outdoor stuff. Yeah. In, in
0: November and December. That's very possible. <laughs> Week eight. You have the yeah. bye. You have them on yeah, the bye I... right in the middle of the season.
1: Yeah, I have the buy, and and I was thinking their thought process being, you know, if Kyler's out, you know, um, the first two months, which I don't think he will be. But if he's out the first two months, that would, like, give you basically 10 games with him. Yeah. Uh, Post by. So, like,
0: honestly, that's I think that's a good theory. So both of us, one of us has. I've got them. OK, he's going to miss the first month. And so you give him an extra week. And you have like the worst case scenario where he misses the first half of the season, and so he he gears up and you know he misses two months, and then there's a buy. So you get the buy out of the way before he he's ready to play. So yeah, I I think that I think those are both good possibilities. And if he comes back early, than that it also gives him gives his knee a week off, which yeah. I don't know how much they're figuring about that. I don't know how much they're trying to factor in Kyler Murray's knee for the schedule. I don't know. Um I don't know how much they even consider Arizona's needs this season, considering what they what they're expected to be. Maybe I have them against the, I have them against the Ravens, which, you know, the at home Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, that that'd be a fun matchup um if he's back by week eight, which would be ideal. Um, so by week eight, we both have them already in their bias. And so the rest of the way there's games. for All, right. All right. Week nine, after, after the sets by, I have the Cardinals in week nine at home against the Cowboys. You have them on the road against Cleveland. And if you're looking at, at your stretch, this is the part where you're seeing the Cardinals in, in your stretch. They have a three game, three games on the row and four matchups and
1: and then and then they get the reverse and get three games yeah at home at
0: cleveland in what is what would that be like late beginning of november yeah late
1: october early november that would be ideal is probably not the right word but but that would that would be yeah that would probably be the worst best worst case scenario um yours is definitely the worst case scenario <laughs> for cleveland just <laughs> because do. and 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 again we'll get to that but like i like i just don't i i've got one of those games i tried to i tried to like think about it from logistics of like okay a dome team we don't want them playing too many cold weather uh east coast games but again I, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. If they think that they're going to be bad, do you think that they care? I
0: don't. Like, that's like, like I don't. Like, like I know honestly, they, do you... they. I think I know that teams that NFL teams will kind of give. They they will submit some wish list. And I know, like a few years ago, when Bruce Arians was here, they wanted their they wanted. Their East Coast trips on consecutive weeks and didn't return home. Like they did a road, they did one road game on the East Coast and then stayed at the at the Greenbrier or the whatever briar in West Virginia, and then went to the other one. That was only one year, but you know, I know sometimes they try to mitigate some things or say, "Hey, we want this game here." Uh, that they kind of put in a wish list to kind of factor in for the for the computer-generated schedules that they do before they choose one.
1: Yeah, and so my concern is that the NFL is going to be like, well, their requests kind of go towards the bottom <laughs> right. because they're going to be bad. Like,
0: I, I honest, like, like, Honestly, I think they might try to factor in the star power of Kyler Murray, but ultimately I think they're going to look at the Cardinals like, we don't care because you're gonna be bad.
1: <laughs> and, and I'm I, I'm honestly with you. I'm 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 w- genuinely worried about it. And so I'm just trying to project <laughs> something something uh that I would prefer. Week ten.
0: I have them on the road against the Bears and you have them on the road at Seattle. Uh wrapping up. Once again, like last year they play Seattle twice in four weeks. Uh yeah. they do it again
1: yeah and I was curious you know where because if you look last year they and it it was kind of weird they they had that stretch of three um you know divisional games but from week 9 to 11 but then after week eleven, they didn't play another divisional game until the final game of the season. Yeah. That's kind of cr- that was kind of crazy. That wasn't
0: was it? weird to me because that, that was norm. That was out of character for the league, which normally, you know, you'll I I'm used to seeing the Cardinals play two divisional games in like either consecutively to end the season or two out of the last three.
1: And that's kind of what you, we both did it, but like you kind of even have it a little more coming up, and then yeah. uh and, and then we both ironically <laughs> have have the uh the new york football giants coming to arizona in week 11
0: yeah yeah week 11 which isn't week 11 we had to let me uh, let me let me let me pick look that at look that up so let's look at because we got september so it'll be Week one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven would be the weekend before thanksgiving Okay, that's that's kind of an okay spot.
1: I guess. Right. Um yeah, and so and so you look at it like it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world and so um it, you know, and again, I think and I, I could be wrong, you know, I'm I'm typically am, but uh I think the NFL wants to get some these uh they want to get these cold weather teams into Arizona in that back half because again, I, this is just off of one year, obviously, but, you know, they brought in the Patriots, you know, and then the Buccaneers came back and, and obviously Tampa is not bad that time of year, but they both came back in December yep. of last year. So
0: we both have them on the road in week 12. I, I think the Eagles game could be a Thursday night game in week 12. Then that'll be late enough in the season. Oh, that would be that would be potentially that actually would be a Thanksgiving night game. I don't know if that's a smart one. <laughs> that, no, I would. I didn't even. I didn't look. I was just kind of building the schedule. Like that would be a that would be a Thanksgiving night game. Um, interesting. That that's an interesting thought there. But it makes sense. Late enough in the season where Kyler'd be back. Um, the Eagles are a big draw um, for television. You've got Jonathan Gannon, head coach. It would be his re- return to Philly. I think that's an intriguing matchup, but hey, or maybe it's the Black Friday game. I doubt that, but... Uh,
1: I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, you look at it, like you said, week one, or sorry, week, you said, uh, uh, that's 12?
0: Yes. So that would be Thanksgiving weekend, you have them at Houston,
1: Yeah, and I think that they're going to be in Houston because nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: true. (laughs) Week 13, back at home, I've got them facing the 49ers for the first time in the season. Um, You have them at home against Cincinnati as as we hit the beginning of December. Um, Week 14, I have them in Houston. You have them at home against the Cowboys. And then moving into week 15, uh, they close out their Seahawks matchup with me um, at home, and you have them playing Thursday night against the Eagles on the road. So we both kind of had the same idea, if there's going to be a primetime game, that it would be against the Eagles on a Thursday night. We'll see if that plays out.
1: Yeah, and you look at it, um, that would be the 21st, so it would be that Christmassy weekend. Um, And so... you so coming well, off the, that would the, be this, the week
0: before If it would yeah, so be the right for the week fifteenth,
1: 14 i the, think it would be 14 okay, yeah yeah so oh yeah sorry the 14th sorry so yeah so like it would be that area and i think that makes sense and then you know over over christmas ooh that you they, have
0: a you have a potential so a christmas eve game or right. a christmas day game um, right if
1: maybe if they're good because here's the other thing i think we forgot to mention didn't they say that they're flexing monday night games this year i think it's possible i think uh, that's really hard to do
0: like that's that's the part of like when they say they could flex monday night games i'm like do you re-? like you have to do that early because travel travel plans people right it's one thing to flex a, it's one thing to flex a uh, a sunday game to the evening because people normally have late flights anyway or fly out early in the next morning but that's that's a nightmare. For, for so travelers. it's
1: NFL's. So it's NFL's discretion in weeks thirteen. I just looked it up on the NFL website. So that that could be if again you look at it. If the Cardinals are good, you get Lamar Jackson in a dome in December, and you get cardinals being good and if they're not then it's just on the 24th and the cardinals are a sacrificial lamb (laughs)
0: yeah christmas weekend um you have them at home against the against the ravens and i have them on the road against the browns that's going to be an interesting one because they're going to spread that schedule around that's the part because the college football season's over yeah so we will see saturday games Sunday games, Monday games, and they might have yeah because they they will probably minimize this the the Sunday games and trying to try to get kind of two early games, probably four games on Saturday, four games on and, and then a couple on on Monday. On you Christmas think they'll Day. still have,
1: you they'll still have a Sunday night game though, don't you think? On yes,
0: I, I think for sure they will because you know money. <laughs> so
1: let me ask you about the 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 next week because that is new year's eve yes so are we assuming that the because that's typically big bowl game time
0: you know they might have a lot of saturday games that week I, i was
1: gonna say do you think that they're gonna go heavy saturday that week probably okay and Probably. we both have them and on the road. To... That, that's
0: that's the weekend. They will be on the road no matter what, because
1: right, that is because the Fiesta bowl. Fiesta bowl. Yes. yes. So, so that'll be, we both have them going to Santa Clara to take on the 49ers in, in San Francisco. Um, I'm really interested to see how they come up with this, because like I said, like we're saying, so like Sunday is December 31st. Yeah. And those typically december 31st is when they do the college football playoff semifinals. so the nfl and college football are either going to have to agree to do it the 30th which is the saturday which lo- logistically makes more sense yeah
0: so maybe or, maybe sunday night football will be saturday night football that week
1: yeah or but they have so many they have so many their new year six bowls on on monday so will the nfl even compete that week with the monday night football game because that's week 17 so that's in the flex scheduling time too like this is just a weird calendar
0: yeah this is a weird calendar we don't normally run across this but i mean that won't affect the cardinals they'll probably (laughs) they'll they'll probably play saturday afternoon i would guess
1: right and so and then we both have them ending at home, mm-hmm. and again, this didn't happen last year. So we're we're going back to like twenty one, twenty, and and more of like what that was like than last year, where they only faced one divisional team the final um, seven weeks of the season. That was that was really baffling. It was that,
0: that. it was really odd to see. We normally didn't see that, and who knows? But there we have it. We have our schedule prediction. Let's see if we actually hit on. Anything because Anything. <laughs> that's 17 games we're just trying to play around with. So we we have our schedule. So um,
1: they're not they we already know international games or no? Um
0: those will be announced those Wednesday. Are tomorrow. Yes, they're being yeah, announced tomorrow. Wednesday. Although okay. although some of them have already been leaked, I just yeah, because the, the Cardinals the, aren't involved, the, I don't care. The Chiefs
1: <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. So, we do we know that the Cardinals won't be going international this year?
0: I'm pretty sure they will not. Just because they, I don't think they face any of the home te- the home international teams this year.
1: Okay. I was just curious because I honestly didn't look,
0: and I, I think I'm outside, pretty sure out, I, I'm pretty sure I wrote about it.
1: Outside of Jacksonville, teams typically don't. Um, go back-to-back years international, if I remember right, too, right?
0: So, Cardinals will not play an international game. I wrote this back in, how long? Oh, yeah, here they
1: are. Buffalo, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Kansas City. And they
0: don't face any of those teams. Any of those teams, at at all. all. So, So,
1: so no international games. Yeah, and I was pretty sure that they, outside of, again, outside of Jacksonville, because, again, Jacksonville kind of Jumped on being one of the teams um, that goes international quite often. Uh, uh, most teams don't go in back-to-back years.
0: Yeah, it's because you know Jaguars. That might change because you know, attendance was bad, and so they're like, "We will take that team and we'll fill their stadium in London." Right, exactly. <laughs> so so. that that wraps up this edition of the show uh, of the Rise of Sea Red podcast. We've made our schedule predictions. Make sure you listen to the show. Download it. You know, compare it, and and then when the schedule comes out on on Thursday, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter and mock us for our predictions, or maybe we are geniuses.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we get to be fair, if we get one right, we're geniuses.
0: I think so. Like if if we, it would be amazing if we hit on any of these. But yeah, that's Seth Cox. I'm Jess Root. This is Rise of rip Podcast. We will have our our scheduled reaction show later this week. That's on our next show. Thanks for listening. As always. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Rise Up Sea Red Podcast. Listen to previous episodes and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Audioboom, or many other podcast platforms so shows are delivered directly to your mobile device. Please give the show a 5-star rating and always support the sponsors who support the show. We'll be back soon for the best hour of Cardinals Talk on the web. Rise Up Red Sea, Be Red Sea Red, and of course, Rise Up Sea Red.